You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. For all NBA NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What's up, everybody? This is Golden Spaces Pod, an Odyssey original podcast. We are here <laughs> after a disappointing late game loss. Um, I got Karima with me. I got Charlie with me. Um, tough one. Tough one. Eventful night. Very eventful night. Okay. <laughs> that What's is the, true. Yeah. What do you guys like first impressions of just... What happened from start to finish? <laughs> All right, look, let, let me let me set the scene. No, I'm totally kidding with that, but I I got hype just at the start. I was like, okay, all right, they are ready to go. Clay, yeah, he misses that first three, but it's like it's all right, it's all right. Get it back. He's he's ready to go. Who knew? Literally, like right after that, there was gonna be a fight. Well, <laughs> uh, you know a scuffle mm-hmm. but it was pretty dramatic and i'm saying mcdaniels was the one who started it oh of course he, well he escalated it because just with clay touching his jersey just trying to you know box out or whatever but then you see him trying to move his hand to start running mcdaniels held on to the wrist and everything and just just kept going with it so uh, and the ejections, just horrendous, horrendous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't really get like, that's what didn't make a whole lot of sense to me is, I mean, I think we can all agree Draymond was way out of line. Like, we're not all agreeing there. No, nope. I mean, no, I, I like I'm, hey, you got to back your teammate. Like, you know, your teammates getting held on to you got to step in. Uh, probably didn't have to try to like, you know, choke Rudy's lights out. But, you know, Rudy was doing the same to Clay. So if you're going to kick Draymond out, then kick the other guy out who did it. That didn't really make sense. I don't know how that ends with Rudy at the free throw line, like of all things. Right. Um, and then on Clay and Jaden, like, I'm, I'm with you, Karima. Like, he's got the hand on his chest. He's boxing out. Um, could he have pulled his hand away a second earlier? Maybe, but that did not warrant like the reaction that McDaniels had, you know, he's grabbing on, he's tossing him around. Yeah. And I I gotta be honest too. I don't really get why either of them were ejected. Like I thought a double T was coming. Yeah. You know, like that to me kind of struck me as all right, heat of the moment. Like you get a little chippy, tee them both up, tell them to relax don't change the whole game a minute into it just because of that. Like, I think at the end of the day, Draymond and Rudy both should have gotten tossed because they both took it 
to way too way too far of a level like you can't just start choking dudes out and they both tried to um but man that was just like it's got to be it's got to be said to you could see draymond jump up like oh i've been waiting to do this for years like let me (laughs) let me me get after this man He, he took that opportunity immediately Immediately, he didn't see what Rudy was going to do. He just said, "If, if Rudy moves a, a millimeter towards yeah. this, I'm, I'm on him." Don't, don't make me like. <laughs> but yeah, my, I mean, my thoughts on it is like the last person who should have been ejected is Clay in that situation. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you want to go Rudy, Dray, Draymond, or Jaden, by all means, sure, whatever. But Clay is the absolute last person that should have been ejected. That was insane to me. Yeah. Um. Like like you said, maybe he could have taken a little bit off that that uh, box out or whatever. But I've, guys grab each other's jerseys all the time. It's the right, NBA. exactly. Um, Jaden got pissed at it. Um, he For took it reason? way beyond. He took it way beyond what it was. Clay is not even that type of guy. Uh, yeah, like <laughs> and everyone knows it. Mad like he tried to <laughs> choke him like a rag doll, throw him around like a rag doll. And Clay's just sitting there defending himself, and he gets tossed. It doesn't really make sense. He's, he's sitting there with his jersey split in half. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, aside from that. <laughs> <laughs> After everybody's like, oh, we're ready. We that, ready. Yeah, that, I mean, one thing I will say is that energized everybody, everybody. involved with this game. The people there, I'm sure, were, were hyped up. Yeah. I know I was hyped up watching the game. Um you know, you you go into this game at this point with none of your big three there, right? No Steph, no Dre, no Clay. <laughs> it's like, oh shoot! And you're playing the hottest team in the NBA, who just came into your crib a few days ago or two days ago and beat you, and you got to try to beat them. Um, and they put up a really good fight. They really. They did. had the game, honestly. They had the game. They really did. <laughs> Ant was Ant was pretty pretty tame for most of the game um cat killed him the entire time but there was no real Nas Reed value there um Rudy obviously was great defensively protecting the rim but the Timberwolves struggled offensively to to get anything going for the majority of this game they just scrapped right Mm -hmm. um we had masterful offensive performance from Brandon Pajemski right off off Uh the gym 39 minutes, giving mm-hmm. it his all, taking charges, or at least trying to. Seven rebounds, five assists, one steal, plus 11, 23 points. Big shot after big shot. What do you guys think of his performance? He's just got, like, the, you know, the indescribable it. Like, whatever it is. Like, that last play at the end of the third quarter, you know, just, like, stealing the inbounds pass realizing there's two seconds on the clock. All right, let me just spin to the corner and huck something up off the glass, gets it to go. Like mm-hmm. that was crazy. And you know, the play that I'm glad that you brought up too was the charge, like trying to take the charge. Cause you know, that was like Chris Paul goes, he throws that backwards pass. Um, we'll get into Chris mm-hmm. and his uh, performance later, I'm sure. But you know, he throws this backwards pass. You got a 2v1. You know Ant's going to try to take it to the rim. And that was just some incredible awareness by Pods trying to get himself in position and make a play, you know. And even though 
he moves his feet a little bit on review. It's turned around. You still make him earn it at the line. And that's really the stuff that I love seeing from pods is just how smart he is, how quick he can make decisions on both ends of the floor. And you brought up the rebounding too. You know, we were talking about it just before, like you just, you don't even realize it. And then you look down at the box court and you're like, he got eight rebounds. Like where'd that come from? Yeah. And that was the whole theme of his college. Like he was one of the best rebounding guards we've ever seen coming into the draft. And so to see that, immediately translate because of how he just instinctively knows when to crash the glass, when to stick with his man. I, he just, he just fills in so many things that this team needs right now. And, you know, I'm glad that even if his hand was a little forced, Steve Kerr just said, all right, this guy's got the juice tonight. He's staying out there for as long as I can keep him out there. Yeah. I, I, I just thought he played just excellent that the energy that he brought, it was on a thousand and it stayed there the entire time he was out there on the court. You knew he was out there every time. He was going to be everywhere you needed him to be. He was mm-hmm. going to try to make an impact any way that he could. And that's what he did. And it was what was needed and required. And no fear. He goes out there. Mm-hmm. He It doesn't matter. You don't know that he's a rookie. You would think that he was already in the league at least a few years by now. He just got out there and he got down to business and said, hey, I knew I was going to play at some point, you know, with Curry being out. But clearly with everything that happened in the first minute, oh, I'm going to play, 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 play. So, <laughs> yeah. So it, it was just awesome to see and i they he may not see the g league for a good while (laughs) (laughs) hopefully not um he yeah i mean his his iq is what really sticks out the most to me his poise right he you feel comfortable with the ball in his hands you don't feel like he's going to make a bad decision or get you know some of those rookie situations where another guy just either outsmarts him or is just a little bit more too physical for him. He's extremely tough and he understands how to play. I mean, he took Mike Conley to the rack a few times and Mike Conley's a a vet, right? Who knows how to play against bigger guards and all this. And he just kind of just put him on his hip and just got to his spot and did what he wanted to um, against Mike. So really encouraging to see him do that. Going to have to be some interesting tweaks to the rotation to see how many more minutes he can get and who they take those minutes from considering, you know, CP3 and Steph essentially yeah. take all the point guard minutes, right? So it's going to have to be on a wing or something like that. So that's going to be interesting. Um, let's look at some other guys, right? Let's get to CP3, as a matter of fact. Because <sighs> for the majority of the game, he was okay. He was hitting shots. He did hit a few big ones. He scored 15 points, which is probably the most he scored this season so I far. Feel like, I feel like that's correct. <laughs> Ant- Ant-Man hit a huge three at the end of the game. And CP3 matched it immediately. He did. And then he just decided, I'm not shooting anymore. <laughs> and I'm going to just mi- turn it over back <laughs> to back, just for fun. Uncharacteristic four turnovers from Chris Paul to four assists and um, mm-hmm. countless passed up shots that were easy shots for anybody, like layups, mid-range pull-ups for him is an easy shot. And I think he, he might have had like two or three 
turnovers just in the fourth quarter alone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> he's got to shoot. I mean, especially with Steph out, especially with Clay out. When you get into these certain situations, like even with those guys playing, if you get an open mid-range, you have to shoot it because you have to be a threat. And that is something that he's weaponized for so long in his career. If he doesn't take that shot, then the Warriors aren't getting what they expect to get from Chris Paul. And that changes the dynamic of the team. Yeah. And, you know, especially on a night like this, because, you know, that's, I think, what's so frustrating is you're seeing it all throughout the game. He was hunting shots in the mid range. He took, you know, he was still taking some layups. They didn't really go down, but he had chances that were there. And, you know, it feels weird to say that a guy who's in his 19th season, one of the smartest players we've ever seen, always generally so calm and methodical, like, you know, that play later, that play late in the game where he drives, he gets a clean look at a layup and just kicks out. It's almost Mm -hmm. like he didn't expect to get there. And he just instinctively thought, okay, the help's going to come. I'm going to have to kick out and the defense is is in rotation. But he had them cleanly beat. Like he was there. The shot was there. And then he just kicks back out. And it's just, it's just frustrating stuff. And, you know, especially the, yeah, I hate to say it, like the lack of awareness when you got a night where Steph's gone, where Clay's gone, even with Pajemski playing the way he's playing, like you got to go out there and be the guy, you know, you are the guy now and sure you didn't expect it. You know, like Steph was scratched only a few hours before the game, Clay obviously going out right in the first couple of minutes, like Mm -hmm. it takes a bit to readjust, but you know, he, he was the one that they needed to have the ball in his hands to make the right plays and down the stretch, it just killed them because he, he just couldn't make the right decisions. Yeah. That's, that's what it came down to. I mean, okay. We knew that Curry was going to be out. All right. You had time to finally get it in your head that you're going to be the guy throughout this entire game because it took you to the fourth quarter at the very end for you to get tight and decide you don't know how to think anymore. And, <laughs> and I'm and I'm starting to feel like, okay, he's been to all these other teams. I guess because those lights weren't as bright, so he felt comfortable. But he comes to the Warriors. Dude, here you go. This is big time now. <laughs> Dare I say the lights are just a bit too bright for hmm. CP3? I mean, this is not the first time that as it got late in the game, he just started just looking like a different person that we didn't know who we would go up against, who always would be hitting that elbow jumper, who would always do some trickery and foul bait. But now he's on our team. And this is not the first time that now he's playing scared. What? (laughs) How does this happen? How does he snap out of it, Justin? That's a good question. Because we're going to need him. Yeah, we got multiple guys that need to snap out of some stuff. We got multiple guys that need to snap out of whatever funk they're in. 
Yeah. Um, speaking speaking of that, I mean, Chris Paul, like like you guys said, he has to take that shot. Multiple layups that he just passed up. Um, you know, just got to make better decisions if he's going to be in the game at the end of the game. He needs to be aggressive because he would only be in to juice the offense, right? He's obviously not going to add a ton of defensive value outside of getting a few steals here and there. But late in games, you don't expect teams to just turn the ball over. So it's more so about being able to guard your man and rotate and, ro- and rebound. And he ain't going to be out there for that. So you got to be able to add value to the offense, take care of the ball first yeah. and foremost, and take shots that are available to you and make those shots, which he did zero out of those three um, at the end of the game. And Andrew- wait, one, one last point on, on Chris, just because I, I need to state this. He has the opportunity to push the ball mm-hmm. and he goes slow. Mm-hmm. There is, I don't know why he hasn't found that balance. Cause once again, if it was against us, he would have been taken <laughs> off, you know, but there, there were opportunities in this game, even late go. And you can see Kerr on the sideline saying, go, go. And he's just <laughs> letting them get set up. And it's like, no, we had them beat and you are holding us back right now. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's got to find that balance. And I just need him to hurry up and do that. But go ahead. Let's tap into others that may have <laughs> been yeah. in this game. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to CB3, I think it's become more and more clear as the season has gone on that he's not a 30-minute-a-game guy anymore. His role in this team, at least in my opinion, should be to settle down the offense when he comes in. And then for the majority of the game, they are playing that traditional warrior style. But in this particular game, when you know Steph and Clay aren't here to push the pace and play with that speed and stuff like that, you know, all right, I got to pick up the pace myself. I got to kind of do a little bit more of a Steph impression in my own way, especially when you have, you know, the advantage on the team like the Timberwolves who have so much size and stuff inside. Like you need to be able to take advantage of those transition opportunities. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Moving on to Sir Wiggins. All NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Yeah, he, man, that was real mixed. Like I, you could just feel the energy from him change right after the big uh, scrap at the start, and you know the shots still didn't fall. Like one of seven from three, four of fifteen from the field, only nine points. We're still kind of seeing that slump. 
but I don't think it was for a lack of aggression. Um, and, you know, that's the thing for me is like on the offensive end, if you're just doing the right things and you're not getting the result, just keep doing those things and eventually things will turn. Like he's not going to be shooting 14% from three or whatever it is this season going forward. Like we know if he takes the shots that he's supposed to take, yeah, knock, knock on some wood. Uh, but you know, the thing that really stood out for me was he was busting out there defensively. I mean, he was all over the glass. He was creating a bunch of second chance opportunities for the offense as well. Um, getting some good event creation that we're used to seeing from him defensively, three steals and a block. Like, mm-hmm. I think he looked really good. He played a major hand in containing Anthony Edwards yet again. Mm-hmm. Um, he was really just kind of flying around on that end. So, you know, it's still a work in progress. Like, this is not the Wiggins that we saw of two years ago during the championship run. But I hope that the coaching staff is looking at this game and seeing, hey, here's that effort that you put out. There's no reason why you can't do this on a nightly basis. Right. Like, you don't need several of your teammates to get in a fight just to have the energy to go out and compete the way he did tonight. So... I think it was overall encouraging, you know, like the box score stats are going to look rough just because he had a rough shooting night, but the process really seemed to be there. And that's the important thing for me is early in the season, we've seen lack of effort. We've seen him just kind of taking lazy shots, you know, like taking these pull-ups that he really just doesn't have any business taking, taking super contested threes. And I think we saw a lot of good tonight. Um, so, you know, I, I'm just excited to see if he can build off this effort or if he's going to go back into a shell. Yeah. You, you want to go Justin? Um, no, I was just going to say, I agree with the effort. I think it's been like a little on and off, but mostly on as far as the effort is concerned for this season with Andrew there, there definitely been some moments where he's been a little bit lazier than he should be but i think the the main thing that's missing with him right now is just the the confidence in his offense and i think it was good for him to get the attempts up even if he isn't super confident in the makes right now like seven attempts from three is generally around where he usually is with the warriors right he usually just hits around like three of them um three or four of them depending on the night so seven attempts he's catching the ball and these handoffs and guys are going under and he's firing it right that's kind of been like his thing that's how he gets most of his attempts up from three with the team um so he has to continue to do that i do think at the end of the game his decision making could have been a little bit better in those post-ups he could have been a little bit more aggressive but he might have been just kind of gassed from trying to guard anthony the whole game but you know i think going up with a little bit more strength and aggression against rudy gobert would have made more sense right especially going to your weak hand the left hand over the top multiple times Rudy just swallowed the shot up so um definitely could have made better decisions there that would have helped and it, and it kind of sparked the the Timberwolves kind of run in the fourth quarter but other than that I did like his energy um five fouls is a pretty good indication that he was out there playing physical you know he just got to start, start stacking these performances up as far as like you said, getting the steals, getting the blocks, because he can do that every every game. He has so much length, athleticism. It's no reason why he isn't out there just creating 
turnovers for the other team, stopping plays and stuff like that. Um, but the offense is is still been a little slow. Yes, but I but I was totally encouraged by this game. Like y'all said, the energy was there. His impact on defense was there. But even at the start of it, before, you know, the chaos ensued, uh, he still came out with energy. You already saw him ready, just ready to go. And so that was really good to see. And again, he's taking the shots. He didn't hesitate or anything like that. He went right to it. He was open for the three. He shot it. Boom. And he kept it moving. But you also saw the encouragement and everything that he got when he came, you know, got not benched, but subbed out or whatever. You saw Curry going to him like, this is what we need, homie. Like, you got this. Like, basically, mm -hmm. keep your head up because you're you're doing it. You're doing it, you know. So, yeah, and late, late in the game, going up against <laughs> Rudy, just getting blocked both times. It was just like, okay, you didn't figure something out the first time. Right. But that second time, do something a little different because that did, you know, that gave them those opportunities again to – you know, close the gap or whatever. But I think this showing in the game, I think we're going to see Andrew coming back because mm. he really, he didn't hang his head this game. Like he still stayed with it no matter what. He put the shot up when it should have gone up. It just didn't fall. One finally fell. And I know that felt good for him because it felt good for me when it went in. So, <laughs> you know, he just... I think this game, I think, is what he needed to push him through that door to just break that wall down. So, for sure, for sure, and we we can't leave out the big man that got the start today, Dario Jarich. Yeah, Jarich, um, he did it. Twenty-one points. Um, he added another twenty-plus performance to the belt. The season, <laughs> done um, two. He's the he's second leading second leading scorer yeah. on the team now. I guess. <laughs> what a <thunk> it. <laughs> Insane. No one would have guessed that the only two players other than Steph to score 20, 12 games into the season would be Brandon Pajemski and Dario Sarch. But um, he was kind of giving it to the Timberwolves all night, right? Like yeah. he was making moves with the dribble, hitting threes. Um, Nas Reed was completely pretty much taken out of the game because oh, he was in foul trouble trying to guard Dario. Um, <laughs> <She> was. <laughs> and this is kind of like the best version of what we thought we were getting when we got Dario, right? Like four rebounds, four assists. He somehow managed to get two steals. He was pretty active um, on the defensive end, guarding Rudy Gobert. Um, and just using his smarts the same way that, that Paz was doing, he was doing in his own way. And they absolutely need him going forward because he's the only big or guy who plays big on this team that can consistently stretch the floor, hit threes, and even make some plays off the dribble towards the basket. Yeah, and wasn't he perfect from the line too? I feel like yep, six was, six. So. I mean, he took the most free throws of anyone on the team by far. No one else, no one else was able to get more than two tonight because they just didn't have any pressure. Mm -hmm. But. You know, Justin, like you said, he took his opportunities when he could put the ball on the deck. 
Um, he's really crafty too about getting guys up in the air. Like he really knows how to draw contact once he gets in there. Um, I mean, I just like, and you know, that was the weird thing too, is he ends up getting 20 points, but he didn't even shoot that well, like 311 from deep. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, he's two of four on his twos, but he had a lot of good shots and he still hit a lot of big ones from the perimeter. Don't get me wrong there, but you know, that's the thing that I like about him is he saw what he sees what happens he sees draymond's out i'm in the starting lineup we don't have clay i gotta dial up the aggression and he delivered like that was huge and so now we've seen it like not only does he only he have two of the three non-steph 20 point games but those were absolutely crucial you know like they don't win that game in oklahoma city if he's not scoring the way he scores they're not even in this game if Dario isn't scoring the way he scores tonight. And I think especially, you know, like when when you have the kind of stuff that happened early on in this one, it's going to slow down. It's going to turn into a slugfest, like especially with the way Minnesota grinds it out defensively and plays kind of a patient offensive game. You're going to need someone who can do things in the half court too get yourself to the line, get like repeatable baskets, cre create consistent offense because you're not going to have the running around flying off screen stuff if you don't have Steph and Clay. So I think Dario, more than any player on the team tonight, did an amazing job at adjusting to the situation, seeing what he could do to best contribute. And he nearly delivered a win in a game – they really had no business winning after those ejections. That's true. I mean, that the, the pass, the shot goes up. I was hoping that it was going in. I was like, hopefully. <laughs> but of course, I was saying, Chris, why did you pass it? You had the layup. Like, gosh. Um, mm. And of course, Dario misses it. But I was just like, listen, he, he was producing the whole game. So... It just happened. Listen, he missed a shot. Oh well, I'm I'm okay with that. Um, he had to take the shot, and he did. If it goes in, we're whoop whoop whoop. But you know, we still focus on it was Chris who made the boneheaded pass. But uh, you know, Sarge, he's he's just doing a really really solid job, and and he was tough. He was tough. He. Nas Reed was furious <laughs> and you could see him on the beat, mad at the world uh, that, you know, Dario was just taking it to him. Yep. He could do nothing about it. So just really, really proud of what uh, Sharch has done throughout. Like it took him a minute just to kind of like warm up to us basically, but now mm -mm, ain't telling him nothing. Every time he gets in, I know he he's gonna you know really fight out there and and we need it. Yep. Yep. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. 
That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. We we didn't see a ton of the wings that they have on the roster, right? Kaminga, 16 minutes. Gary, 16 minutes. Moody, 14 minutes. None of them were really in foul trouble. But they didn't play a ton. Um, what do we I, think about that? I was surprised that we didn't see more of Moody right. of, out of yeah. the three I was really surprised no Moody especially with Clay going out I'm like well Moody he can score like we're gonna need that he scored and, 11 points and, in 14 minutes yeah and getting steals he was the one taking it to the hole and everything like mucking it up playing the defense like just I was really really surprised and he was one of like the last ones to get subbed in like mm-hmm. Corey got in before him. And I was just like, okay, Moody should be here. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And Kaminga right. just didn't seem like he had it, had anything going really all that well for him. I don't know what was, what was up, but it could just be the whole, everything just being jumbled up or whatever. And Kurt trying to find where to kind of put him in, which lineups that, you know, but then also Kaminga's kind of just not when he's getting on defense, it's just like, dude, what are you doing? Come on, come on, come on. Why are you fouling here? <laughs> like he just and then on the offensive end, he's not, you know, really doing the smarter thing. But this game, he was just kind of a mess to me. And GP2, I was surprised that he wasn't in a ton at certain times, but I don't know, maybe with the finger and everything, they're kind of just like, eh, we're going to give you some time for that to like truly heal. But him and Dario, they, they're they like on the same page. So when they yeah. connect, they connect. Yeah, I think you made a good point too on GP2 and the finger. Like they might've just been, you know, slow playing it a little bit. Like let's not push him too heavily. Um. And you know, you guys know me. I'm no, I'm no Jim Park. I'm not like Steve. I'm not like Steve Kerr is a war criminal. Like fire this man yesterday. Like Dude. that's not my vibe. Like right. I, I appreciate what he does. I think he does an incredible job with this team on the whole. But 
he's got a real blind spot when it comes to these bench veteran point guards. And, you know, I get it. You want to go with the guys you feel like you can trust. But Moses Moody has given you time and time again reasons to trust him Mm -hmm. because he makes the smart play offensively. He's always aggressive. I love what defense he's bringing to the table right now. And, you know, at this point, I just don't. There's no defending why Moses Moody's getting the same amount of minutes as Corey Joseph. Like, that just doesn't – None. That doesn't track to me because, you know, maybe Corey's a slightly better playmaker, but, you know, part of playmaking is creating shots for yourself. Like – there were multiple plays where Moses would just, you know, he'd get the catch and shoot opportunities. He'd go and attack a closeout. He'd get himself to the rack. Like that is an important part of it. And Corey Joseph was like, I'm just kind of kind of dribble around until I can maybe get a mid range. And, mm-hmm. you know, he, he used to be a fine player, but he just doesn't have the juice that Moses does anymore. And I just, I just don't get it there. You know, like it, it's like you got on the one hand, you got Pajemski playing out of his mind and he's like, all right, I'm going to roll with him. I'm going to keep it going here. And then Moses is playing really well and he can't seem to get off the bench. And I, I, there's just no explanation for that to me. No, I, you know, I, I wish we had somebody in the Bay who can ask this question. Yeah. <laughs> we can get somebody to ask that question. I love the way because, you see. Yeah, because it 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 is very curious because I thought Moses had really earned some minutes. Mm-hmm. Just every time he was out there, he was a positive in my eyes. You know, I don't know what the box score says, but he he was getting it done. So I, I was really surprised, but I think he came in uh, in the closing lineups a little bit. I feel like I saw a him brief possession or two, and then I think yeah, and then it was he was he was yanked very quickly. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think he was more so a victim of the lineups that he was played in today. He ended up being a yeah. minus twelve. Ooh. But again, he scored eleven points in fourteen minutes. He was playing defense. He got the thing about Moses Moody is that like he's underrated in how he can scale up defensively right so like he's on the block guarding Nasri one-on-one holding him up yep. he provides way more help side rim protection that than other wings on this team do um he's just a good player all the way up and down he's like he's not a one-to-one um replacement for clay but he does a lot of the things that clay does in terms of being able to scale up and down defensively and also just be the only true like wing shooter other than clay on the team mm. um so with clay out you would think hey let's give moses at least 20 minutes like i i thought that was going to be the perfect slot i mean and they they right. went to the double the double old point guard lineup late in the game yeah, yeah. and they could not score yeah. <laughs> like, but you see how quickly that changed though it was just like no mm-mm. Yeah. When <laughs> that's the part of it too with Kerr is, you know, like, should he have tried that lineup in the first place? No, but he saw it for like two minutes and he was like, "All right, we're done with that." Yeah, like, why um, even? Why even put it out? Why even put it out there? 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I put it out who there. Who told them? Who told them? Hey, you know, let's give them some run together. Who told him that? Maybe because Corey had hit a, a few threes. I don't know. Hmm. I, I I don't I don't understand that yeah. particular uh, play. Uh, I'm glad it didn't last long. Right. You know. And 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 you would think. I mean, you would think with Moses, like before when he was a rookie. You know, like there would be some times where he would get beat on defense or he would foul a lot on defense. Yeah. Stuff like that. Those things don't really happen as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Zero fouls. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, he makes plays defensively with his length. So you would think, OK, just from a defense standpoint, Kerr loves guys who defend. Moses should be playing more because he defends. But then you factor in the fact that he can actually hit a shot. He can attack a closeout. He can finish at the rim. <laughs> he can hit threes. Play him, right? Like, I, th- I think they made one sub at one point early in the fourth or something. Wiggins had, like, a few bad plays in a row. So, they, they, oh, yeah, they took the, Wiggins the out. Yeah, the two fouls. Like, the back-to-back, mm-hmm. like, Yeah, fouls. I think it might have been a charge and then another foul or something like that. Yeah. Or uh, it was a, a legal screen. screen. Yeah. 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 Then he put Gary in. And I'm like, okay, Gary's a good player, but you need offense. <laughs> I was <laughs> so right this, there with you. That was a perfect opportunity to put Moses in the game. Yeah. Just to provide some spacing, just to provide another guy who can catch the ball when the shot clock is inevitably going to go down because they're not going to be able to create an advantage. And he can do something, make something out of nothing. Um, so hopefully going forward, Moses gets more minutes, especially when they're when they're like needing offense because this team can't score yet. Like so yeah. far in the season, they're they're decent offense, but we, too many times we've seen this team not be able to score. Right. And, and one he- thing, one thing too, I want to touch on is. It's kind of interesting. It came out after the game. I want to pull this up, make sure I get the whole quote right. They asked Kerr post game about Brandon Pajemski, and he says he's going to play. He's going to play every night. He connects the game, which you know, great. Like by I don't I don't want to come. I don't want to sound like I'm complaining too much because like he saw what this guy brings, and now he's saying no. I have to find ways to work him in now. But if I'm Moses Moody, I'm sitting in there over here going, hey, like yeah. I've been I've been out here trying to do this for the last year. Like, I think you were right. Rookie year, Moses Moody, he had issues. There were reasons why he didn't play. Now there really aren't those reasons. Yeah. So, you know, what like I don't understand what he has to do to demand more minutes because he's doing the things that are asked of him and more. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's just a blind spot right now that Kerr has, but something's got to swing there, you know, and there's going to be times like, you know, there's going to be times where Clay misses games just because he's injured or just because he needs rest. Uh, hopefully not because he, you know, gets his Jersey clean ripped off and gets ejected for it. But like, uh, you, you know, like you said, I think he's the perfect one for one, as close as you can get to the perfect one for one replacement for Clay. Mm-hmm. And so, if there are nights where Clay's out and Moses isn't at least getting 20, 25 minutes, then I don't know how you fix the problem of Clay being out. And, and the thing is, Moses fills a position of need in terms of the athleticism and the size on the perimeter aspect of the team, right? Pause can get more minutes. And he's obviously a very dynamic player. But when you have Steph and CP3 and Pods in your rotation, that's just three 
you know, non-physically imposing perimeter players. And it's just less minutes for the guys who are the athletes who can make the plays, you know, out there defensively and in transition and all the athletic plays that you need to compete with these bigger teams. Creamy, you were going to uh, say something. Well, I was just going to say that since they do play, you know, two different positions, I feel like pods is really going to be inserted to give Chris a breather or kind of Chris ain't really got it tonight. Let's just kind of scale Mac, have a seat pods, get up on in there. Give us, <laughs> give us this energy boost. And then I think we still see more moody in that respect. I mean, but we do know that moody does, you know, he's in the second unit. Like he's been featured in that a good while. I, I still am surprised that he didn't get, more run in this particular game because I thought, you know, he really would have been great for us. Um, so I don't, with pods playing more, I think that that's just going to be a great benefit to the squad. And I don't think that really affects Moody that much. But I could be, again, if he's trying to run them together, pods and CP3, then yeah, somebody scoop, 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 you know, mm-hmm. but, um, I'm hoping, I don't know, whatever assistant coach on that bench needs to be like the moody promoter. (laughs) Seriously, kind of just like, yo, see, like Kenny, you need to be like, moody needs to be in here. Like we can't even score. You look, moody scored in the, what, two seconds left in the game. (laughs) Look at that. It's like, you probably could have used that three. Um, like when they're, when the game was still in hand uh, or uh, you when know was just you know passing it around just passing it around and you know oh two seconds left throw something up somebody somebody so. <sighs> yeah. yeah we got some we got some trace minutes today hey uh, not too bad not, too, not bad. too bad i mean he's he's more dynamic defensively than um a lot of rookie big men are Right. Like he's mm-hmm. strong enough to bang down there. He's mobile enough on the perimeter to move with more mobile bigs. And he's pretty smart. Right. There's some things that he definitely still has to clean up, but I think that comes with more reps. Yeah. Right. Like being able to finish around the rim with his right hand, I think is something that he has to work on. He goes left a lot. And um, just a little, this the timing with certain things. And, but he's, he's an active screener. Yeah, takes good angles on his screens, right? Because if you take one angle away, he can just move to another angle and he gets a good screen there. Um, and it's a tough task playing against this front line. They probably have the best group of centers in the league with, you know, Rudy, Cat, and Nas. There's just a lot of talent at the center position. They all do different things. Mm-hmm. And I think he held his, I think he held his own pretty well. Yeah, I thought he, I thought he looked decent out there. There was one play that I was like, come on. Trace, you gotta dunk that, homie. Like, you yeah, yeah. that one. That it was just so perfectly set up for you. <laughs> yeah, he tried to go up with his left hand on the right side. That's yeah, why and it's like, come on, it was right mm-hmm. there. But but I like watching him play because he is smart about it. So like we're gonna see a lot more of him. And I thought Looney was was better tonight. For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, Loon is good against like the bruiser bigs. Um, I think that's kind of like his 
his main role now. Like he used to be the super mobile on the perimeter, laterally quick, yeah, big. But I think over the years, having to bang with a lot of these uh, bigger centers has kind of forced him to mold into that type of player now, right? So he can shut down a Sabonis type of guy. He can guard Jokic a lot better than he used to be able to in the past because he he's so much stronger now. Mm-hmm. And he can bang with like a Gobert on the inside or Cat's trying to just run him over to the rim. He can use his strength to kind of throw Cat off, even though Cat is just, you know, such a talented offensive player. He still had a great game. But uh, yeah, I think Loon, since he's shifted more into that more force absorbing big rather than the beat you to the spot, use my length and quickness type of big. I think Trace is someone who can step into that role as the more mobile athletic big that can kind of switch onto the perimeter, finish around the rim um, and do stuff like that. Balloon did what he does. Six offensive rebounds, 12 rebounds total. Just whenever he got that ball going towards the rim and he saw Rudy Gobert there, he said, uh, no, thanks. <laughs> but did that nice little pocket pass to Dario and him, like that was so sweet, so pretty. Mm-hmm. I just, I loved all of that there. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not too in love with the pairing of Looney and Sarge. They didn't have a choice today, but I think they're yeah. a little slow together. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, they um, were making it work. <laughs> but it, I mean, this could be a good indication of like, yo, play Dario next to another big or like play Dario next to Draymond play Dario next to Trace potentially like so he can focus a little bit more on the offensive things and have somebody else anchoring the defense behind him to help him out on the rebounding help him out on the interior and stuff like that okay you guys got anything else to add I think we covered pretty much everybody Uh, did did we forget to mention anyone JK Uh, I think we about got it all. Uh, I said he was shaky tonight. So the fact that, look, how many minutes did he actually get in there? Because I I just didn't feel him in this game. Like, yeah, I I didn't feel him. So it was just like, "Mm." I think with Jonathan, he's uh, he's one of those. He's like a chatty player. For sure. And I think the Timberwolves bigs are also kind of like they talk trash, like Cat was talking to him a little bit. Nas was talking to him last game. So he can kind of get out of his out of his game a little bit and get a little antsy, get a little handsy and foul. Mm-hmm. And then I think Kerr saw that early and was like, yeah, you got to sit. You're fouling too much. You're getting in your head with these other guys who are actually really good players. You're not just going to overwhelm yeah. them with your athleticism. You have to actually be smart about it. But, I mean, I do think just overall getting him downhill is going to help the team a little bit more because he can draw fouls. I think he got Nas Reed off balance once and just and drew a foul and, made, yeah. and split the free throws. He can do that He can do that much more often. And I, I hope they utilize that more going forward. Yeah, and a last note on him too. Like, you know, I'm with you, Karima. He was shaky because you can't with, – with as talented as he is and especially that downhill game – you know, the kind of players that play against him. He's be able to beat a lot of guys off the dribble. He he can't be playing 15 minutes and only taking three shots, especially on a night like this. Like just gotta I'd rather I'd rather him go two for seven than two for three on this kind of night. Cause at least you went out there and you tried things. And mm-hmm. he's when he's really going, he kind of just throws himself into the paint with like this reckless abandon that I really love because 
you know, more often than not, when you throw yourself in there and you try to hang over the defense and get those tough finishes, you're going to draw contact. You're going to get to the line. Some guys are just going to see him flying in there at like full speed and be like, all right, I don't mm-hmm. want anything to do with this. Like you have your layup, man. Like I'm yep. good. Um, and yeah, I just think, you know, when you, when you've got the three best players on the team out, uh, there's really no excuse to be that passive offensively. And it's crazy because any other time he's getting them up. Okay. <laughs> he's yep. getting them up. So it was really weird to see that he wasn't super aggressive with the score. And the one thing I think he should probably lean into a little bit more, especially on these teams who are doing these soft closeouts to him when he's spotting up, just take a few dribbles and shoot the midi. His midi is kind of cash. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. So he needs to, you know, lean into that a little bit more. If he can't get all the way to the rim because there's a defender in front of him and Rudy Gobert behind that defender, then, hey, you know, stutter step, guys are going to respect your first step. So you, you he's going to have the space to get it off. And I think it's smooth when he go when he's when he's on balance and stuff like that. Yeah. He can hit that shot at a high clip. So I would love yeah. to see him shoot that more. It looks real nice. Like Looney's did uh today. I was like, Looney yeah, yeah. Range. <laughs> was like well, too. let me let me do this. And he did it. <laughs> Look. Yeah. That just opens things up for the team too, if he can do that, right? Yeah. Especially in those lineups where it's him and Dre. Um, being able to him being able to hit a midi, Dre being able to hit a three. I mean, Dre can hit a midi too. That's the crazy thing. But yeah, just being yeah. Able, being threats to score. You might not be a rim threat, but if you're a threat to hit a, a nice little jump shot, then it just takes more pressure off the the main scores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I appreciate you guys coming on. It was a fun game. Wanted to get a win. Warriors <sighs> are now on a four game losing streak, um, which yeah. is not great. But I do think the energy from this game and this, you know, overall experience is going to help propel them forward. Hopefully, Steph isn't out for an extended period. They got an MRI. I don't know what the results were. Hopefully, it's not too long. Mm-hmm. We'll see if Draymond gets suspended for games after this for the yeah. choke out. <laughs> Hopefully not. Probably will. <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, probably, are probably we a game? Are we thinking one game? Or do you think they're going to try to really lay it down? Five like, games get out. I'm thinking two or three. I'm thinking three, probably at least. Wow. And and Rudy still goes unscathed. Like, oh, yeah. Rudy's unscathed. Walking, I think, walking free. Yeah, I think Jaden and Clay are ne- back next game. Draymond yep. probably out for like three or so. And... Let's just hope Steph misses at most one more game. Yeah. <laughs> um, Please just oh, be one more. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. We well, made we, it. <laughs> we all we all know the Draymond reputation is gonna get him some extra games in there. So, you know, mm-hmm. any other any other guy does that and and they go to the foul line like Rudy. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Slap on the wrist. Uh, Stop that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Appreciate you guys coming on. Charlie, thanks. Karima, thank you as always. Thank we you. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Peace.